0: Welcome to Bride Time. I'm Bri, and today's guest is Rich Walter. Uh, Rich's dad and my dad were first cousins, which makes Rich and I second cousins. Uh, during the podcast, we talked about a wide range of topics, including our fathers. Uh, Rich being quite a handful as a child and then a teenager, uh, his view of the state of the United States, his philosophy of life and how it compares to mine, his children and a whole bunch of uh, interesting stories and topics along the way. Uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to get Rich on the podcast, so getting him on was really a coup on my part. Uh, almost felt a little like getting Brad Pitt on your podcast. So I was quite excited to have him on. I even went to his office to record it, and uh, first time we did this remotely, which worked out fine. So I think you're going to enjoy Rich. It was a great podcast. Uh, He's a guy that a lot of my friends don't know, and I'm glad they're going to get to know him a bit. Uh, if they listen to this. So, without further ado, I bring you Rich. What does a man with a lot of interesting friends and some time in his hands do? He starts a
1: podcast. Welcome to Bright Time, a sit down with a different person from Brian's inner circle.
0: So get ready. It's Bright Time. Hi, Rich. Welcome to Bright Time. Thank you, Brian. So, um, I'm very excited that you're on the podcast. I didn't necessarily think this was going to happen because when I told you a few months ago that I had started a podcast and I'd love to have you on because I think you'd, you'd be great on it and you're smart and we agree on so much stuff and it would be interesting to have that conversation. You said, well, mm, I don't know. And I said, I'm surprised. Why, why wouldn't you want to be on? And you said, um, I'm just afraid that this might just be a Brian Vanity Project. <laughs> I've listened to a number of the episodes. This is of the before episodes. you ever heard any of the episodes, yeah. right? But I've yeah. listened
1: to a number of the episodes since, and I think I was right.
0: Well, <laughs> well I, we have to we can we can drill down a bit on that. I, I believe that I started this podcast not because I want people to speak well of me or to, to look great to the world. I would, I really wanted to just get down these conversations. Um, but I think when I saw you a few days ago at at uh, Genie's kid's bat mitzvah, you took issue with the podcast. In that you just felt it was like a love fest among me and my circle of friends. You don't. I do think that. Okay. But, so we agree again. But, but that doesn't make it a vanity project. Just like a bunch of guys getting together who happen to like each other and and speak well of each other.
1: So you're saying that's you're saying it is a love fest. Yes. But that's not the purpose of it.
0: It wasn't a vanity project. Like I got I got to get the world to know how great I am. Fair enough. I won't argue with you. Yeah. But but I I also felt like you you felt that that kind of took something away from it. I've spent a lot of time.
1: To... i spent a lot of time with you.
0: Yes, I haven't
1: spent time with you since you were two years old. Like some of your inner circle, and they can't see my air quotes, <laughs> and I get a kick out of that inner circle. <laughs> you, your wife. You, I You're, can't
0: believe Caroline didn't like the term. She thought that was the the most kind of. As thing far as I can speaking. tell,
1: your inner circle is, is ever expanding. And it's, 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 I mean, how many people are in this inner circle? <laughs> and it's occurred to me that this inner circle. And clearly, I'm on the outer circle. <laughs> That's fine. It's it's also going to be. This is the first podcast in the outer circle. I'm okay with that. Yeah, we'll talk about that some more.
0: Yeah, I I guess it was a more loaded term than I I meant it to be. I just, I'm not offended. I'm just amused. No, no, (laughs) (laughs) I'm quite amused. I always, I just feel defensive when I see you amused. I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's not. Um,
1: But no, I. As I was saying, I've known you for a long, long time. Yeah, and you're, you're funny. And you're, oh, it's I, turning I, into I, the other podcast. Enjoy, but there's there's plenty of things to take issue with you on, and I haven't heard anyone take issue with you on anything. Well,
0: well, I I did think you you picked up on a few things that people could have very easily on topics that we talked about took issue with me. For example, um, like you took stoicism, for example, I, that's come up a few times. It's my new <laughs> fatty fatty uh, philosophy. And what was the comment you made uh, over the weekend about you know?
1: I think it's great that you found a philosophy that fits <laughs> what you're already doing. <laughs> that fits your casual, happy go lucky, eh, we'll see what happens, I hope it works out attitude. That's wonderful. That's wonderful.
0: <laughs> Thank you. So you didn't think it was some kind of like religious conversion. Um, you thought maybe did I come off making it like a, a religious conversion? I found stoicism and it's been great for me and that's kind of like where I went wrong because the point did, is
1: Did you watch Did you watch Murphy Brown? No. Single mom on TV, and all of a sudden, we were celebrating nothing more than single moms. Um, I think it was Dan Quayle made a comment. It became a yeah, political hot point, And there was nothing greater than single moms. Yes, some people are single moms. There's nothing wrong with being a single mom. Mm-hmm. Every bit of evidence tells you that children who grow up in a two-parent household do much better yeah. than those who grow up in a single mom household. Over time, we see that as a society, we have more and more single moms. So we celebrate that. Mm-hmm. More recently, you see this entire movement about, you know, we have to celebrate people as they are. So we have plus size models and we should, you know, really celebrate the full figured mm-hmm. a- among us. We know that's not good for you. We know that's not healthy. But, you know, that's the way we are now. We'll accept that. And that's what we'll celebrate. Mm-hmm. You've decided to be very <laughs> casual about the future, how things work out, making plans, planning <laughs> for the future. Um that's how you are. You've decided yeah. That's how you're going to be. You're not going to change. And you found a philosophy oh, that fits that. I see. We're going to celebrate that now.
0: I see. I, I really didn't see how we we're getting there. I'm glad I mentioned we should stay away from political issues before we start the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so your examples uh, reflect that. But, um, but I mean, you oh, and I, I have very different philosophies. Yours, ter- oh, yours
1: terrifies yeah. me. And sometimes I feel like I'm going to end up paying for <laughs> yours. That,
0: that, 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 that's, that, that's the way it is. I see. I see. I'm with you now on the, on, on the point about stoicism. Um, you had another point. God, what was the other one that you took issue with? Oh, the torture comments about my, <laughs> my, my brother Eric being tortured. Um, I think your comment was, and please correct me if I'm wrong, which is, first of all, I was I defended my torture a little more than I should have.
1: No, no, you defended your torture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what, what specifically did you just think? What I said was so wrong, I should have just admitted it and moved on. I don't I
1: don't think my brother's made it all the way through all of your podcasts. I wish he had. Okay. I wish he would. Um, because I think he views his, his... This is
0: your brother Bobby, who's my brother, two bro- years younger than
1: you? He's a year and a half okay. younger than me, as opposed to, to your, <laughs> your much younger brother. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he thinks his uh, form of years were unique, and that there was no other older younger brother relationship. Oh, like yours and Eric's. Okay. Uh, And I listened and I heard a lot of similarities. I don't defend my behavior as a child. Uh Uh, I recognize it was a long time ago. Um, But I don't look back and say, oh, no, it was okay because of this or that. Or, you know, when I actually dropped spit in your face, it was by accident. We're both both lawyers once upon a time. I I listened to you say that and it's like you never went to law school. (laughs)
0: Wait, wait. that's exactly the opposite. That's exactly what a lawyer would say, because it went into the intent of what I was doing. And intent, of course, is very important in many legal cases. So the point I was making was... If you take a gun and put it
1: to someone's head, then accidentally pull the trigger, it's not an accident.
0: Yeah, I I don't think that's a great analogy. It's more like driving recklessly. It's a perfect analogy. You
1: sat sat over your brother, and if I understand, had spit... Drooling out of your mouth. Yes. That's your loaded gun. Yeah. Only you fired occasionally. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I no, I didn't fire it. It just, it, I, it's almost it like... It accidentally went off. I dropped the gun, maybe. Yeah, that's okay. different. I think, it's a, I think it's a step, a couple of steps down from that example. Don't you think
1: that's foreseeable? Did it, it happen more than once?
0: Yeah, I would assume so it, then it
1: After the first time, it's clearly foreseeable. It
0: then moves up to gross negligence, I presume, from negligence, but... Doesn't seem defensible, but <laughs> willful we'll, we'll blind we'll, to the moving <laughs> beyond that. My
1: favorite comment—I actually wrote it down. My, 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 my favorite comment regarding the torture was, "Yeah, but
0: I never hit him in the face
1: with a closed fist." No, no, <laughs> no, just, no. just that, the number,
0: that's... just the way you needed to modify. No, that. No, no, stop, stop. I, you, you have to listen, listen more. Cl- You're not listening closely enough to the podcast. I realized. Oh sure, help me. Well, what I said is, I was really—it was coming out poorly, but I was the point was, I was trying to make was I didn't hit him with a. F- with a fist, period. I never hit him in the face. First, I said I hit him in the face, and I said I never even hit him with a fist, period. I've never hit him in in any sense like that. You never, you never, a, you've never hit him. No, I don't think I've ever hit him. I might have held him down, spit, tortured him, the the flagellants, canned examples, things happen, and uh. But I, yeah, I don't think I did. I don't think I've ever hit him. And well, we can get him on again, but yeah, did you hit hit Bobby a lot? Yes. See, now we're getting somewhere. You hit? How'd you hit him? Um, I. With a fist? Almost never.
1: I was never a puncher. So some, I, never, I never had quick hands.
0: Okay, but you did punch him a few times. At, at a, at I don't think so. It was mostly wrestling. So that's not hitting at all. So what do you mean by hitting? Uh, you know, you'd have to ask Bob.
1: The, this, all of this is much clearer in his, in his memory than mine, for yeah. obvious reasons. Yes. Um, as, defend- as it is with Eric's. And I understand why it's a sore spot for Eric, and I understand why he looks back on it. I was I was happy to hear you apologize. Yeah. That was nice.
0: And I, and I did express a lot of regret during that, in that particular episode. I wouldn't go that far, but I, I... I said I regretted it. Lon asked me, did you hear the one where Lon interviewed me? And I, maybe you didn't.
1: I heard, yes, I did. And I heard the part where you said that you weren't a good big... Well, he asked whether you thought. were... Yeah, but you said you weren't a good big brother because you didn't include him with your friends. That's well, where you went that, with No, that.
0: no, see, that was an example I gave. That was one example. I don't think it was the the sole reason. Yeah. I don't think the torture, though, was part of the reason why I... Yeah, I, I will agree with that. It seems
1: to me at this point, what yeah. are you, you're fifty. Someone, One, something, you know, something like that. Well into my middle ages. I, guess, I think at this point, yeah. you should just acknowledge that what you did at that point wasn't defensible. Mm-hmm. So you're to move on. Yeah,
0: I guess that's true. Rather than guess, trying to minimize. No, no, I'm not. I just think you know the average big brother probably did similar and probably a lot worse than what I did. That, they, were, they were wrong too. Yes, but that, I'm, I, think, I think realizing that this is normal big brother behavior is a, is a relevant thing to say. While adding the apology like for, for, I did.
1: For some reason, it was normal for you and for me. Yeah. I don't know that it's normal across the board. Well, I'm going to
0: start asking people who are older brothers, and we're going to find out.
1: I think you should, and then deliver those results to our younger brothers. Okay.
0: <laughs> so uh, let, let's go backwards a little. I mean, we got a little history in there just through this conversation, but people don't know who you are, and my inner circle <laughs> certainly doesn't. Uh, I, I mean, I'm going to have to reword the whole intro, I think. No, no, you can keep it. That's I don't... I'm. This is not this podcast is not about aggrandizing me if it does i'm sorry i mean i am who i am but i don't want to sound like that And if caroline your wife who you know has no axe to bear on this particular point thought that that word was a kind of a, a vain poor choice of words it's got to get changed i think but let's hear about you um you grew up in westchester why don't you start there and just take us quickly through uh you know Background about Richard. Sure. Older? So,
1: I guess to start, I did not grow up in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> not that's, in the clearly, bedroom that's clearly the defining, you know, <laughs> defining difference between, between you <laughs> and me. Uh, I am your second cousin. Our fathers, our first cousins, grew up together in the Bronx. Uh, your father Jerry, my father Norman, they were very close. My father was the older cousin. Um,
0: By how many years? Do you know,
1: my dad was born in '35.
0: So did my dad. So was my dad. So we must have they're probably the same grade.
1: Really? Yeah. I always thought that my dad was the older cousin.
0: My my dad, November 35. How about your dad? It, it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> we're down to months.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it could have been January. He, <laughs> then it could have been a year. Difference. No, he was March. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, so they yeah. were the same age. I guess so. That was never the, the impression I had. That is funny. I mean, even talking to your dad, he like talks about you, his older cousin.
0: You viewed your dad as several years older than my dad. Well,
1: even when your dad talks about him, he talks about his older cousin, Norman.
0: Yeah, he's right, technically, but it was nine months, it sounds like. (laughs) That is a little strange. Okay. That is a little strange. Um,
1: um, Where was that? What were they telling
0: you? So uh, we're second cousins through our fathers being first cousins. We're second cousins.
1: We had almost no interaction um, as kids.
0: Do you remember the first time we interacted? Do you have a particular memory of one? I do. We came to visit you. um, I
1: don't remember whether it was in the Bronx. It must have been in the Bronx. We were young, um, and we gave up most of our baseball cards.
0: Because we were flipping and we were good at this? We were flipping and I had no idea what we were doing. (laughs) We went in with cards, we with we were done. By the way, how ironic that, you know, you would give up baseball cards when you're like six or seven. And then when poker would start happening and you were playing with my brothers, they would give up actual cash to you and your brother.
1: Well, I think at the time, if I think about it, as opposed to, I guess, my dad and your dad, you were the older cousin.
0: Um, Yeah, I guess I was.
1: So I guess you, you... Bamboozled your younger cousin. I'm at not going to try
0: to hold you down now and spit towards you. I know no, even after you just stole my. I cards. mean now. <laughs> so all right, so uh, so you remember that? I remember the first time I remember is you guys coming to visit us in the Bronx and us meeting at White Castle and eating lunch there.
1: Vaguely remember that. My yeah. dad spent a lot of time when he was a kid at White Castle. Yeah. but for some reason our paths didn't cross nearly as much, much as you would. Almost think. Almost at all, right? No, they really didn't. The first i the first time. I remember spending any time with you, and I, I can't remember. I remember where it was. I can't remember for whose it was. It was on the way back to my house after a funeral.
0: It was your—it was your mom's dad, McGid? Sam. Sam. It was his Perfectly funeral. possible. I was in one and car. In his house, which was in around here.
1: It was, it was no. It was at my parents' house at the time. We were driving back from the funeral. You were in one, You were driving your own car though. so You were driving at that point.
0: Oh, I'm remembering of being a child at another funeral. So no, the, this
1: is the point. I'm talking about you were driving your car. You were by yourself. More recent. I hopped out of the car I was in, at a light, ran back and hopped into your car and started talking to you. I wasn't driving yet, and you were. So that was the age difference. Could it be your mom or dad? Your dad? Their funeral? No. No, they, huh. they were a few years later. I can't remember. Which, there were a lot of funerals in our childhood.
0: I've I forgotten most <clears throat> because of my great positive optimistic attitude.
1: Yeah, well, for, I mean... <laughs> we, we lost an entire generation by the time, you know, we were, yeah, so, I would say, 16.
0: So we were, were getting together in suits and not really having time to talk. Not having a lot of time to talk. And then the next time was really probably uh, when
1: you blew us off down in, in Florida with your wife.
0: Um, yeah, that didn't happen the way you remembered. I think I told you what happened <laughs> afterwards, right? But yeah, I guess we're still harboring grievance. I'll tell the story. Please. So uh, Elise and I, are we met. maybe we're... I don't know if we're married yet, we're either we're We were not married. married. Yeah, so we're, we're getting married, it was clear. But we go to Florida, and we visit you. Uh, in you different... visit my parents.
1: Yep. At their house in Florida. They weren't in Florida at that point. Yes. And Carolyn and I were there. That's right. And you guys aren't married either. We were not married, and my parents were excited that you guys were coming to visit. Yeah. And uh, had asked Carolyn and I if we didn't have time to do something with you and Elise. We thought that would be great.
0: And what, what, how did I react to that statement in front of all of you?
1: Uh, no, no, you weren't there when the idea was initially, oh, okay. was initially put forth. Uh, then you came through um, and were in and out in, uh, I couldn't have been more than more than five minutes. That, that, you, see, ha- you had a pressing there schedule. There is no
0: chance we spent five minutes in your house. But, um, but if your point is that we didn't spend a long time or we were there a lot shorter than you would have expected. My point is really just we weren't hanging out at that point. But also, but... You, someone, we, had, we had no affinity for each
1: but, other at that point.
0: Well, it wasn't that. Well, someone, either you, your mom, somebody said, oh, why don't you guys go out to dinner? And we had had previous plans that we didn't tell you about with our, our aunt. It doesn't matter. No, it does matter. You know, like, I'm aunt, not harboring anything. I really, really? Wait, wait. it's 20 years ago and I, we're hearing about it in the podcast. It sounds like harboring is going it's on. It's a fun thing to needle you about. No, not, nothing to be needled. But about.
1: The, re, the, the real point is just that at that point, we, 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 we weren't okay. hanging out. We didn't have an affinity for each other. We didn't know each other very well at all.
0: Aunt Ray wanted to take Elise and I out for dinner. You're still and, talking about that? Yeah, I am. Okay. <laughs> and she, she, I, she, I had let asked... Let me help you. Let me help you. You're right. I had asked, can Rich, can Rich and Caroline come? We're seeing them right before and she's like I prefer to go out just with you're you guys you're saying
1: it's on Ray's fault what you're throwing Aunt Ray under the bus
0: no no I don't think she did anything wrong either but when you're young instead of just being like Rich Walter which we'll get to and just saying it how it is and you know we were worried about your feelings maybe you'd be upset that Aunt Ray didn't want you to come along it was you know I'm 22 24 25 and I just so I, I mishandled that but the truth is we were invited to go somewhere we couldn't invite you and so I probably said mm, uh, sorry it's fine you okay with that? I'm absolutely Let's okay. get right to that, actually. So you're, I won't say you're unique, but one of your characteristics that, you know, stands you apart from just about anyone I know is you, um, you're you not afraid to speak your mind, um, like your mom, and we'll get to that. You know, you don't suffer fools well, although maybe, maybe you do better now. Like, you say it what you think, and, you know, Sometimes I think people who are maybe sensitive or lack confidence have difficulty with it. Um I'm not one of them.
1: It's not sometimes, it's both most of the time. Um it's probably one of the reasons you and I get along well um, <laughs> is cuz you have no problem with it whatsoever. You seem <laughs> you seem to appreciate it and enjoy it. Um and I've learned that I have to surround myself with myself with certain people.
0: When you say it, uh, what is the it that you, you know, I don't know if did I describe it Correct just what you
1: described. I usually I usually Less so than once upon a time. Yeah, I usually say what's on my mind. Yeah. Um, I'm usually pretty, pretty blunt. straightforward and blunt. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not. It, it's not. I mean, you're talking. To, you're referring to it as if it's a strength. Uh, most see it as a weakness.
0: Yeah, you know. I mean, obviously, it depends who you're dealing with. I love it about you.
1: Yeah, you're not going to find it in a Dale Carnegie book.
0: <laughs> no. Well, the, some people, like I said, I think the people who aren't receptive to it are maybe someone who's thin-skinned. Obviously, um, someone who might be insecure people with feelings <laughs> <laughs> but i have feelings don't i uh, you do but you're also confident enough
1: that i'm not going to i'm not going to exactly. damage you with
0: my comments that's right so i'm not insecure and, and that's i think that's the key difference what percentage of the population based on your experience um, being the way you are fall into the category of can't really deal well with that like is the average person a, good major- with it?
1: a majority a majority a majority i mean it's not an accident i I've, I've, this has been true all my life there's there are very few people who know me who don't feel strongly about me. Yeah, polarizing one way figure or the other. Yeah, and yeah, there's, there's not that many people in the middle. Who are just like oh him, I you know, it's you, either you will vote for Oh, he's feelings. great, or God, I hate that
0: guy. Yeah. Um. Well, anyone who hates you, just you know, it's their problem. Which my I
1: opinion. wonder is this the reason? And I, I'm gonna just jump, Please. right up. Is this the reason we haven't cross-pollinated at all?
0: Okay. So yeah, let me let me uh, tell everybody what that means. I saw Rich over the weekend. He had listened to the podcast for the. It was the first time I saw him since he listened to the podcast, and he, and we could talk about this too, he was, it was remarkable to you, not remarkable, it was interesting to you that I had this group of friends where I was kind of like the ringleader in terms of planning trips, organizing things, getting us together, and I had this inner circle, we'll keep using that word, and you kind of had your own. And you still well, do. You and, I, and we never brought them you, together. You and I have
1: spent a lot of time
0: together. Yeah.
1: We've traveled together. You know, we, 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 we're we very close now. Yeah. And somehow we haven't involved sort of, our, you know, our groups uh, with each other at all. I don't know really any of your friends. I've heard them on the podcast. In listening, I, I, I think I began to solve the puzzle as to why <laughs> you haven't cross-pollinated. Well,
0: because well, 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 I just thought, I I, and I I as you mentioned it this weekend, I started thinking about it. And I think, right? Came To the conclusion was that you know, you and my friends wouldn't necessarily make this, you know, a love connection. You're right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Juan, Juan sounded very nice. Okay, oh, huh.
1: no, like but guy. the rest
0: are going down hard. I no, mean, no, I'm a, not, I'm not nice sure. guys, but then maybe different than no, you. Uh, yeah, Dave thinks he's very funny. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just had to happen. What are you saying about Dave? You don't think Dave's funny? I think
1: Dave thinks he's very funny, but uh, <laughs> Dave has his moments. Okay. He does. He does. He, he's on a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's good. I enjoy. I enjoy Dave. Okay. I enjoy spending time
0: with him. Yeah. 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 He
1: took a little money off me this weekend, but I didn't yeah, enjoy that. He as
0: mentioned much. that. He mentioned. You used to be a great poker player. Not anymore. Yeah. So that's what I hear. I mean, you. like well, I get the impression you were like a one-trick pony in the sense that when you first started playing, you it's exactly um, the opposite. Well, I got the impression you were great at pushing people around in, in, in poker, and people got onto that, and they knew you you're. You, you know they knew your approach and it stopped working am i wrong about that yes so what happened for our, for our poker playing audience
1: <laughs> i i've been playing cards forever i've been playing cards you know since i was little yeah um and all through college i put lots of cards back when it was you sit down and poker meant any one of a wide range of games um with sort of variables that were changing all the time and you constantly had to be able to not just play the players but understand the odds in any you know, specific, any particular uh, situation. And I was good at working the odds, you know, working the numbers, remembering what had been played. Yeah. Um, and then this oh, poker that's... craze hit and oh, Moneymaker hit. And all of a sudden, everyone wanted to play cards. And that was wonderful for a short short period of time because uh, everyone sucked.
0: It and was, that's when was, you were kicking guys.
1: And then I was really killing
0: because I, I had much oh, I more see. experience. So this is an arbitrage opportunity that closed up. <laughs> yes. And
1: then as time went by, everyone started playing one game and one game only. Everyone memorized the odds on sort of, you know, every every, every uh, situation as far as, uh, we're talking about Texas Hold'em now. Yeah. And that advantage was gone. Huh. You know, plus people got, it's not that I got worse, people got better. You know, when I started playing with Dave, he was horrible. Mm-hmm. He forgets, but he was horrible. He got much, much better. He played thousands of hands and got better. Um, and my relative advantage was gone. When possible, I still like to get a game together where I can play various different types of games where that... Relative advantage can come back. Oh, However, so,
0: pe- so people think you're just mixing it up, but you're actually trying to turn the game back to your advantage. No, they know that. I'm not subtle about that.
1: However, for instance, most recently when I played, I, I just I wasn't interested in paying attention. I was more interested in, interested in enjoying the company of those at the table,
0: and which so, I did. And as a result, you didn't do as well as you might have done. That's true. Okay. I didn't do well. Well, by the way, that ex- explanation for why you're not winning in poker as much, is it just makes absolute sense, which is... I always this is the funny thing between you and I when we go out to dinner as couples you know Elise hears me say this all the time <clears throat> you and I will kind of pair off and Elise and Caroline will pair off and we'll just have these conversations about a wide range of topics and we finish I'm like boy that makes perfect sense <laughs> we we tend to agree we well, but agree. It's, but I I guess what I admire about you is more than you agree with me but you know you just your your arguments you know you, you're a lawyer by training we didn't get to that um, even though you didn't really practice but um um, you can you take just, out the really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. oh, actually, no, that's not true. I've yeah. practiced. just on my own behalf. <laughs> yes, we can get to that maybe if we have time. But you just—you're very logical, um, like Charles Krauthammer. I was the example I used, the uh, recently deceased Big Washington Post columnist, to conservative that we're all fans of. You know, I felt, and we talked about this when you read a column of his, even if you kind of disagreed with where he came from, and I rarely did. You know, you just—you had to concede the point almost. Because you could appreciate so, the logic. Yeah, you, you didn't have to agree, but you could appreciate the logic. It was hard not to. I mean, but uh, but that's you. I to, to me, I I think you're very logical. There's a few spots I might disagree, but I don't want to get into them. Oh, I know where you disagree. <laughs> the existence of that being in the sky, maybe, but we could talk about that some other time. So, listen, people still don't know who you are. So, you where'd you grow up? Oh, sure. Where'd you so, go to school? You know, all no that problem.
1: I'll give you a little narrative. Yeah. Um, I was actually started out in the city. In Manhattan, it was my first, first address As there as a baby. My parents moved out to New Rochelle in 1969. I was one. Uh, lived there for the next 12 years. Went to schools, New Rochelle Public School System. Um, in ninth grade, I went to uh, Valley Forge Military Academy in junior college.
0: That's actually called getting shipped off the boarding school, it right? It's called getting shipped off,
1: especially when it's to a military what, well, academy. Well, let me
0: let me let me stop you there for a second. So, how, how does a nice Jewish boy from Westchester get shipped off to a military academy? I got in lots of trouble. What kind, in, what kind of trouble? You have any examples so we can get a sense of? It was always the same. I got in lots and lots and lots of
1: fights. And I was, I was a little kid. I was a, a little little kid with a big big attitude.
0: So, you know, when you say you're a little kid, my first instinct would be that you were getting picked on. And why would you get in trouble for that if you're getting picked on? But it sounds to me like you might have been the instigator as well.
1: I had a lot of attitude. Uh, when you're, when you're, especially in your, when we were younger, you know, if you're little, you're expected to act the part. You weren't expected to have as big a mouth or to be a wise ass or to, you know, take offense to certain things. Um, I did. Uh, I, 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 I was quick to take offense. I had a short temper. Um, and I was fighting all the time. Plus, at home, I fought with my brother all the time. And my mother was, uh, i will be careful here because uh, despite our earlier comments, I, I do care what certain <laughs> people think. Okay. I, um, both my parents are, are, are dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and I i just want, I don't want to tread on anyone's memories. I've often thought that my mother had a very, let me rephrase, mm-hmm. um, I don't think my mother was well equipped to raise me. Mm hmm. Okay, um, and she was sounds at her, like you were tough. She, I was tough, and she was at her wits' end from the time I was I was literally a baby. Um,
0: so they concluded at some point when you were in ninth grade that you you needed some discipline. It sounds like uh,
1: there was that plus um, my father had a hard, had a hard time um, brooking descent, I guess is the best way to put he, it. He was a strict parent. He was. He was very strict. <clears throat> he, excuse me. He was. Uh, he he and I were, up? no, no. i just. I have something. Yeah. No. He and I. He and I. He and I um,
0: used to butt heads. Um, As you kind of entered your teen years, or even younger, even
1: younger. But I mean, it's funny. I mean, there's a story. I, I look back and I, I think there's a story about my mother. There's a number of stories about my mother. When I was two, I was playing on our kitchen floor, and I was taking my toys. And you remember the broilers, sure. The I was putting my toys in the broiler, which had a flame going all the time. And my mother would look at me, scream, yell, come running over and pull the toy out. And she went to sit back down at the table. And as she tells the story, I would wait until she looked at me again. And I'd go back and open it and put the toy in the broiler again. And it was queer. I was doing this to get a rise out of her. And she came running over. And my neighbors told the story later. They said they looked outside, and it's December. (laughs) and, And they looked outside, and they're on the porch next door in the backyard. Sitting in the snow is, is a baby in a, in a diaper <laughs> in the snow. And that was my mother's solution. She used to go for shock solutions. She, she got fed up. She opened the door. She picked me up. She yep. put me out in my diaper in, in the snow. Did, did it work? She, and she, she, she would tell the story. She copped to. She said, yes, it worked great, but she knew she could never do it again. It would work once. She did it for shock value, and it worked once.
0: So, Looking and that' back, was just one thing with the broiler it was ne- one thing next next thing, thing you back
1: gonna do <laughs> she told this she used to tell the story as an example of you know how incorrigible and difficult I was when I look back and I, you know I hear her say yes I was doing it and I would look to her and wait to get the reaction to, to me it That's seems like normal two-year-old behavior but it seems like Evans. why would you let a two-year-old play you like that yeah you know clearly you had to come up with a different strategy yeah I
0: don't think she was well equipped for that yeah.
1: I was, a, you know, I was the first child too, um, but by the time I was, and
0: yes, for your dad, it was just get the belt out or something at that point when he got home. <laughs> we had, we had belts for a long
1: time. Um, we didn't think anything of it. I didn't. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I don't I know did. how. I got belted. Yeah, in. we had be- and then in the sixth grade, I got a graduation present from the sixth grade, which was surprising. I'll tell you why later. But <laughs> I got a gra- and it was it was called Zimzam.
0: Do you remember Zimzam? The name is very familiar, but the Zimzam Alzheimer's is, is a is in. a
1: pole that goes in the ground,
0: and then you whack the ball. And there was a ball went,
1: on yeah. a, a tether that went around. And Zim, we got Zim, Zimzam was fun for like two days.
0: You want to wind it the opposite way, and your right. opponent's trying to do right. counterclockwise, sort of like
1: tether ball, but with yeah. it was a tennis ball. Yep, and Zimzam was great for like two days uh, until my father realized that the wooden paddles that came with <laughs> Zimzam. <laughs> We're much better. He commandeered it, and he commandeered it, and, and those became our, you know, those became his instruments of discipline. And those traveled with us. We would go places, and he would bring the paddles. Is that right? That's great. I remember. I, I remember so so keenly. We had a station wagon, and the station wagon had a um, rear door that you could fold down. Yeah, and you would fold that door down, and we'd be out on the side of the highway, and I'd be getting my ass just paddled on the side of the highway. You know, when we had a car ride that didn't go well.
0: Well, speaking of uh, car rides that didn't go well and being on the highway. I remember a story where you had said that you and Bobby were fighting the backseat. You're jumping ahead.
1: You're jumping way
0: ahead. Wait, but, what am I missing in between? Uh, well,
1: we had left off, I think, last at... Well, you at, tell the
0: story. She, okay.
1: First of all, we, we got... That? My mother My mother was big on... My mother would leave me anywhere. Okay. Um, and she would just get absolutely fed up, um, and especially me and, Bob, me and Bob would get left all over Westchester. Okay. So... We were fooling around, or chasing each other around, or she would get in the car, she would drive away. And how
0: old are you? You know, picking how young could you be when this was happening?
1: The youngest mm-hmm. incidents I remember of getting left was <laughs> this. Just this just doesn't reflect well <laughs> on, my, on my parents. <laughs> um, we were in Curacao. Um, it was a trip my dad had organized for work. And Already,
0: your parents are better than my parents. They took you to Curacao. I mean, we were
1: in Curacao, and I, I can't remember the details behind the trip. I, I couldn't have been much more than eight or nine, and we had driven into the sort of the main town, which was on an island. You had to cross this bridge, uh-huh. um, and my dad wanted to leave, and I didn't come quick enough, and he got in the car, and he left. <laughs> and that was unfortunate, so I, I— You found your way back. I started walking, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think about that now, and it sounds absolutely horrible. Well, it was a different time. Yeah, let's, let's look at it that way. <laughs> Um, And I made it across the bridge and onto the highway back towards the hotel, and that's when they came back. So they came back. They did come back. You're trying to make it sound like a terrible story, this thing. Fair point, fair (laughs) point. Um, What you're talking about is um, we had taken a trip down to North Dardo, D.C. We were driving back, and we used to, we were giggling or something in the back seat. I was 15, Bob was 13, and Jeannie was 11
0: people were fighting in wars at that age just a few generations earlier so but go ahead you brought it up i did um
1: and we were on the jersey turnpike it was night and we were giggling and fooling around in the back seat my dad was getting pissed and i guess he must have told us to stop at least once and he pulled over and kicked us out of the car and drove away and then we saw the brake lights go on which was nice and he came back and he, he threw our shoes to us
0: oh that was so that was nice of him you didn't have shoes
1: on? No, we didn't have shoes on. And I, to this day, I don't know whether my mom made him go back for the, you know, for the shoes or not. Um, and as I've heard it since, um, my sister was in the car, and he turned to her and said, "You're lucky, you're a girl." And and they they left.
0: And how'd you get home?
1: And we started walking. It was pretty dark, and we were pissed at each other at the time. And Bob wanted to go off on one of the side roads and. I don't know. We ended up staying together, and on the opposite side of the highway. After a while, we found a, a, a broken-down car, um, and we crossed over and went and stood next to it and, and hitchhiked, acted like it was our car, and we were broken down.
0: See, I tell everyone you're smart, and you were smart even back then.
1: <laughs> right, we were smart right <laughs> until the point where a van pulled up, and we and we took a ride in the van. Oh, no. <laughs> and I know Bob has much queer queer memories of the van, but we took some. I mean. It was interesting odors in the van, but we did. We got to we got to a rest stop somewhere in the Jersey Turnpike, and I was able to convince one of my friends then, who had gotten a license by them, to come pick us up.
0: So you got to a payphone, and then you called somebody. It must
1: have been payphone. We sure didn't have cells. Yeah, and uh, we we made it home and walked into the house. My dad was sitting in the living room, and not a word was ever said. Smoking his
0: pipe, whatever. Didn't get up.
1: No, no, no one ever brought it up. No one ever asked how we got home, and you know that was the end of it
0: well speaking of shoes given that you didn't have shoes when you got out of the car nice transition yeah thanks you get good at this after a while um I do recall another story and I'm just going to let you tell it involving you in a shoe store um when we first started double dating a lot this is one of the first stories I remember you telling me and I can't I think, imagine how, how that how that uh, came up this, yeah but, I don't I don't either I just remember thinking, Boy, Rich has got some good stories from childhood. So uh...
1: I was in tenth grade. I was back, so I finished a year at uh, Valley Forge. I was in my second high school. I did three altogether, um, and I was working in the local delicatessen. I was a busboy, so I was stocking the, the drink, you know, the drink fridge, and clearing tables, and peeling tongues, and it was it was a job though, and they were willing. That place was willing to hire kids sort of underage who didn't have working papers. So that was, you know, that's great. And a friend of mine and I were both working there. And uh, it was in this little strip mall and to refill the drink cases, you would walk down the stairs into the basement and go into the basement of the the deli. Of course, because of the strip mall, uh, a lot of the stores sort of were connected to each other. And there was a common staircase between the deli and the shoe stores, a stride right next door. And you'd go down the staircase and to the right was their basement, to the left was ours. And the money from the deli was, I think the minimum wage then was 3
0: three fifteen. weren't well, we're making a lot of money.
1: It wasn't making a lot. And they didn't include us in their tips, which at least, on, n- nothing appreciable. On principle, that annoyed you? I just would have liked the money. Okay. Um, I didn't think about Did it much Did you have then. a chip
0: on your shoulder, though? No, I just wanted more money. Okay.
1: Um, and there was that shoe store next door. And I was in junior high at the time. Uh, so, no, it might is, have been a little younger wait, than 15.
0: Wait, hold on, I got the. Let me get the dates right. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think where. Eighth. The, the, your age is important because <laughs> when you're doing bad things, it, it's good to know how old you are when you did it.
1: No, no, it wasn't junior. I was high school. I was in, that's right, I was in 10th grade. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I had to be in 10th grade. Yeah, I was in 10th grade. And um, I started a little side business, you know, and I would. Instead of taking a left into the deli basement, I'll take a right into the shoe store basement. Um, and at first, I just grabbed a couple pair of shoes and I sold them at at, at school. Um, the business started to thrive. I started taking orders.
0: <laughs> um, low cost, <laughs> high profit margins. <laughs> I it was thriving. Yeah, I had a low was cost supplier,
1: <laughs> and things were things were going well. That was, and of course, that was. And then, of course, I shouldn't say of course. It's not of course. Um, but there was a lot of money to be made in selling beer out the back door as well to, From to the friends. Deli supply, yeah. From the deli You know, the Lots of friends who all were underage yeah. who I, I realize now I could have charged them Anything. whatever I wanted. <laughs> exactly. I really wasn't maximizing the profit there. Um, and that, that never came home to Ruth. But the shoe stores did. Um, and I had a friend who would stand at the top of the steps looking out um, and uh, when I think back the now...
0: The guy is always the problem, isn't he? But when
1: I think back now, this wasn't a well-thought-out plan. He was supposed to sort of signal me if someone was coming. Of course, if someone was coming, it was already too
0: late. There I, was no exit back There was the no w. exit. You were stuck. Yeah, that is a poorly thought-out plan. So I
1: heard him. Just, he gave me the signal. I heard him. <laughs> and I realized I have nowhere to go. And I'm standing there with an <laughs> armload of, <laughs> of shoes. Great. And I sort of scurried to the back and uh, stood there.
0: And... He, wouldn't the best thing almost would have been better if he wasn't there and no one would have gone down to the basement potentially right
1: no no i mean you know they would go down to the basement to, to but you could have hid. service the cut i did hide but how'd they, they find you i didn't hide well <laughs> i didn't hide well and it was it was a guy who worked in the store who turned out to be the owner's son um he was i guess just out of college and he took exception to me to me standing there with an armful of <laughs> of shoes uh, which is fortunate now that I think about it, and I've thought about it since then, um, because he decided to, you know, to look for some um, justice of his own, mm-hmm. um, which is probably the reason that hmm. they didn't involve the police after that. What did he do? Oh, he beat the crap out of me down there. Ah, he assaulted you. He assaulted me down there. Um, and, you know... You're a kid. And thinking back, I thought, "Oh, yeah, I have this coming. This seems OK. Yeah. The cops didn't end up getting involved. I did lose my job at the at the deli. Yeah. That was, you know. It'd be
0: hard pre- to kind c- of continue predict- working. there that, with the shared salad. That was predictable. <laughs> um, but that
1: was the end of that business.
0: Yeah, you got out lucky there. Most of your stories, and, you know, we're not going to have time for so many of them. Most of them have like, you know, wow, you, you know, it could have been a lot worse. Right. Is that, that a fair way of summarizing a lot of them?
1: I can easily summarize my stories yeah, uh, or the, do the, the that. without going to them all individually. Yeah. Um, as you know, I, I went to law school once upon a time. Yep. And when I went to law school, I knew there was a bar exam at the end. Um, for most people, that's the challenging portion. I didn't know that would be the easy part. Mm-hmm. What most people aren't aware of is that prior to becoming a lawyer, you have to take, the, take and pass the bar exam. But there's also a character in Fitness Committee, <laughs> which which no one even mentions prior to going to law school. You've never heard of that's it. Oh, I'm sure. Did I'm you sure. even, Did I'm you sure even remember no that? Idea.
0: No, I'm sure I found out about it right before I had to go on that interview. Of course. Do you remember the interview? Yeah. It was in New Rochelle with a lawyer, uh, you know, practicing lawyer. It tends to be a practicing lawyer, someone who's
1: willing to do it. And it's a pat in the back. How are you doing? It's... Maybe they give you a drink, a cigar, who knows what it is. Yeah, but That's not how my, my well, interview I, was
0: Well, I did know from other friends who had some legal problems that... In advance of that interview, you had to, you know, fill out affidavits or whatever you called them talking about if you had, you know, legal proceedings in your past. I don't that... remember the
1: affidavits. I remember the interview. Yeah. It was at the Bronx County Courthouse. Okay. Um, it was, I walked into a room and there was there was three attorneys there. Okay. And Already
0: the, you're in a different league. I did, but I, did, I
1: didn't know that at that yeah. point. I didn't understand because I didn't have anything Which to compare great, it to. Dude, are they
0: gonna... And the first are gonna thing they said
1: to me was, we haven't had anyone in here. Who's had to explain 11 arrests? <laughs> and I, 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 I still thought I was on solid ground. I said, Yeah, I had a smile. I said, Yeah, but no convictions. And not one of them smiled. Yeah. And I realized eh,
0: I'm not in a good spot arrest- right now. Yeah, I, I knew that arrests themselves were things that had to be worried about. You were ahead of me in the game. Only, yeah, only through my friends. But um, yeah, I wouldn't have known in advance. So how'd you get through it? I, I told the truth. Um, but the I, truth? it's funny What made you do that?
1: I don't know that I would have gone to law school. Had I known this was at the other end of, of,
0: yeah, it would have been quite a risk to take, right?
1: It'd be an enormous risk. Yeah, I mean, what a waste of three years! If
0: you know, you get to that room, and they say, "No, we're just kidding." Yeah, and it's not like the bar exam—you fail it a couple times, you eventually pass it. This is—they just say no, and they could keep saying no. Yeah, and nothing's really changing in your past, unfortunately. So, wow, yeah, that's great. You know, yeah, we can't do the other ten stories. We can't. We
1: don't need to. Almost all of them are the same. You know, yeah, yeah, it's something that happened. The police got involved, and then instead of acting the way I should have with the police. You know, which is humble, yep. and saying I'm sorry, I, I
0: had attitude.
1: Wow, well, general-
0: you have changed quite a bit since uh, those years, for the better. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, you'll still speak were, your mind. You'll still speak your mind, but you're not abrasive. You're not looking to antagonize anybody, right? You, you know, no, I'm not.
1: And I, I, part of that's just a matter of uh, a function of age. Yeah. You, get, you get treated differently at 50 than you do at
0: 25, yeah. including by authority figures. That's true. That's true. Um, do you think America is in decline? Wow, we really jumped, didn't we? <laughs> I just looked at the time. Yeah, no, I, I know America's do, in decline. You think we're in decline? I mean, every generation thinks their generation is better, and the new people coming, they're destroying things. You, you I mean, well, I don't there's, a, there's to, a bias
1: I, to that. I don't attribute it to the new people coming. Um, well, but new, every, almost every indicator you can find says indicates that America's in decline.
0: Well, the, the, the economy is doing quite well as as we record this podcast. You know, we're as rich as we've ever been as a country, economically. Real estate prices were doing fantastic in 2006. Okay, but I mean, the House of Cards. Oh yeah, but I, I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm Pets not, I'm, com was on top of the world. I'm not comparing 2006 versus 2016. I'm I'm just saying I'm comparing more like 1920 to 2016. You know, the, okay. Well, if you we, look, if we look, have, if you look we, at that we curve, have,
1: we have far more per capita debt than Greece did. Okay. I mean, I you know, I, I don't know what what other what, indicators what's you want. More, okay. We have we have, p- people, what's have people with the debt. So far, so good. P- well, yeah, until until you know, the, until the marker is called. We no one has any personal savings. No one can afford to be out of work for any extended period of time. No one can afford to get sick. No one can afford to retire. Do You
0: think it was different forty years ago? Yes. How so? Uh,
1: Mike. My- Questions seem to indicate the answer. People were able to retire. People had I mean, savings. You've
0: looked at people. The, you've looked at the numbers on these things. Look, look at our parents' generation. I mean, we well, know my people, parents didn't really have any savings, and you know, the, the same thing. Okay, this is another story. This is another the difference story, between the old versus the, the all, did, your, your, but,
1: your father, your father retired with a pension, though. Correct. He did. He did.
0: And now we don't give really pensions unless you're. And a, people have pensions he, can't
1: necessarily be sure they're going to collect them, but. I mean, we have enormous personal debt. People don't have any savings. Um, they don't have skills to compete with the rest of the world. Jobs are leaving you know, by the droves. We have...
0: Where are they dysfunction- going? What, what jobs are leaving by the droves?
1: When was the last time you got on a, a customer service call and it wasn't someone
0: with an accent? I, I know the unemployment rate is the lowest it's been in 50 years. Right. Right. So if jobs are leaving, maybe that's a good thing because it can't get really any lower, right? I guess
1: you and Trump would both highlight the unemployment rate as as an indicator. That that may be a great indicator for now or for a year from now or two years from now. I don't think it's a great indicator for 10, 15, 20 years from now. I mean, how many friends do you have? I'll ask you the same question. How Hmm. many friends do you have that are, and you're not typical. Yep. Your friends are of, you know, of a, of a whole different sort of class. How many do you have, friends do you have that have retirement plans that can stop working at some point, that can make room in the workplace for the next generation? I had a conversation with a friend today, actually, whose son just graduated college and has a job. And we were celebrating the fact that he has a job. And he was saying, yeah, he didn't realize how rare that was. That over fifty percent of his his friends graduating class doesn't have jobs. I think
0: I thought that changed in the last year with the unemployment rate coming down, even for those people that they're highly in demand now. I just read that a couple of days ago.
1: we keep going to the unemployment rate. I mean, if, I, I'm not sure well, why. What else? We're, what I'm else? not the sure why labor participation
0: arguing, rate. What do we, well, yeah. The, the, well, that's, the labor that's participation come, rate. That's it, gotten it better just, too. It was pretty just, bad just five keeps, years ago. But and
1: also does, the unemployment rate doesn't doesn't account for un, uh, underemployment. That's true. That's another point. Um, but I'm not, you know I'm not really interested in. Arguing economics with you. I'm more no, interested no. in talking about By the way,
0: you know I probably agree with most of what you said. I'm just playing devil's advocate because other people would disagree with you, I think. What, what else is it? They're welcome to. Countries in decline in other ways? Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: I think so. We don't seem to be able to get much done. Um, it, it seems to me like we're more partisan than we've ever been. And yeah, of course, that's an I could be wrong, that, that that's that's my perspective. Yeah, I think that. Um, and I don't think we're on the road to, to fixing these things. Um, I know my brother's probably going to listen to this and he's going to cringe when he hears this, but the the wealth disparity is going to bring us just tumbling. Well,
0: let's talk about that for a second. I sure. mean, on, on one level, you could, you know, as a, cons- you know, a conservative thinker would, would say, you know, as long as all the ships, all the boats are rising, uh, you know, why should it matter that some people, you know, the 0.1 of 1%, are, you know, doing, outpacing everybody else? You know, as long as you're doing well, what does it matter?
1: Let's, let's look at a smaller scale. We're on an island. There's 10 of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's you, nine, and me. And I'm sitting over on one side of the island with, you know, 80% of the goods. And you're sitting on the other side of the island with twenty percent, which is more than you had a week ago, which was ten yeah. percent. Um, but you're looking over at me. What are you thinking? And
0: the and the water's nice and warm and I can for me? You're comfortable, you're happy. I maybe let's, I, not, let's not talk
1: about you, Mr. Stoicism, but let's talk about most people. All right, let's talk about the, the typical I, 90%. I, I was gonna
0: go to me, but 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 that highlights the problem in people and yes, maybe it you does, could, but that's, the, the, that's reality, the reality we That's we
1: reality face. Sooner or later, those ninety percent are gonna come over and say, we're gonna take what you have.
0: Oh absolutely. I, I was I was reading a study um actually I was um was looking at the, the Yale, there's a Yale course on happiness that's pretty, got a lot of press because it's the most popular it's course Enormously there. popular. Yeah. And in fact, when I was at Yale a few weeks ago, that professor gave a little lecture to people, who just happened to be there. And um, one of the, one of the, um, you know, they talk about cognitive biases that make people unhappy. And one of the things that she, she showed is a study they did was it said that they offered, I think it was college students, they said, you can make 50, you can make $50,000 um, and the other employees in where you work will be making less you'll be making the most they probably make 20 or 30 Or you can make a hundred thousand dollars as another job, but you'll probably you'll be the lowest paid employee there And more than 50% of, of those people wanted the $50,000 job over the hundred thousand dollar job and that highlights exactly your point You're
1: talking about relative depravity. Correct. Yeah
0: um, It doesn't
1: make sense It doesn't make any but it's sense. The way. It's the way people work. Let's change the people since that's not going to happen, then you all need we, to take we, that we need, we need to recognize what's going to happen. They're going to come for the for the. They already are the wealthy. Yeah, I mean they already are. You see it,
0: and you're saying that's okay. No, so
1: I'm saying we. I'll, so you, you, I'll put it in, in 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 basis terms. We need to figure out a way to placate the other ninety percent of the people. My, well, that's why
0: that, We're saying the same thing in a sense, right? Yeah. I'm saying we got to fix the those people's cognitive biases. And you're saying the same thing. I
1: don't think we're going to fix their biases. I think we need to cater to them. You want to fool them, basically. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's exactly what I want to do.
0: Okay. You don't think there's anything un- inherently unfair about the wealthy getting wealthy in the way they are? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I get that. So, Rich, what's your philosophy of
1: life? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think this is where you and I differ. <laughs> I think I'm much more of a. a, a I guess I'm more. Uh, Deferred gratitude versus instant, I think, is the difference between you and I. You and me.
0: Deferred gratification, yeah.
1: Deferred gratification.
0: Yeah, well, why is. The, why I do said de- deferred gratitude. Yeah, and no, I wasn't going to correct you, but. Leave y- that in y- there. You deserve it. You got to leave that in there. <laughs> you deserve it. Yeah, because we had I the, love that we, I said that. We had a conversation in advance, and you you have a whole bunch of notes from my podcast, and you, you tore me apart about stupid things I said. No, um,
1: no, it was. I'm not going to say it, but yeah. it was something. something
0: <laughs> it, <laughs> it was similar. It, it, was, it was
1: another. I, w- I won't attribute it. But it was, because uh, well, <laughs> sure I loved it. Oh, that was it. It was, It was. somebody felt that uh, they had been maligned. Um, and you would ask, well, why did so-and-so have that opinion of them? And they said, oh, because they hadn't done their due process. <laughs> <laughs> I got a kick out of that.
0: See, you, you like pointed out, Miss, you're the guy who corrects the grammar. You, yeah, want, I, you well, want to I be I love that I just
1: said deferred gratitude. Well,
0: yeah, yeah, it is good. And I could have let it go, but, uh, you know. So, what do you... Yeah, it's interesting that you um, do defer gratification because <coughs> your parents died fairly young. I know that weighs on your mind. Not, not that you're worrying about it, but you you know it's a family risk factor. And you've told me, um, based on your own health, you... It's the you point could,
1: you're getting that why would I defer when I may not be here to reap the that's benefits?
0: That's right. Well, uh, I was setting up the point. Yes, it's exactly the point. Based on your own view that you believe, you you know... You're we, grew not up in a,
1: we, we grew up in a household that, especially when we were young, um, was... You know, sort of on uh, a very rigid budget, you know, and a very limited budget. And I remember so well my father telling me, you know, how he had literally years where he just didn't have any income. Yeah. And that really stuck with me. I'm in the same business that my dad was once upon a time. Um, and You, you know, sound that, like a depression-era kind of mentality. That's always on my mind. Wow. That's constantly on my mind. And I've been taking, you know, crap about being cheap for my entire life, and I'm fine Yurk. with
0: it. Well, it's funny, you know, it, I'm giving the wrong impression. I think when it comes to money— is what you're really referring when you're talking about delaying gratification. There's another side of you, which is kind of where we are kind of like on this respect, where you do want to enjoy every minute of life. You do kind of like suck the marrow out of life because I think you think your life might be shorter than it could be. And so you are the first one to go out and, you know, let's you with your own friend group. Let's plan a trip. Let's do this. Let's do that. I think if you were given your own choice, you'd be out having fun every night and, in some ways, and trying to make the most, right?
1: Generally, my enjoyment are the things that I get the most enjoyment at, out of don't involve much money. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy myself most with my family and friends. Yeah. Um, but it's not usually... But you stretch. want to be out and doing. It's not like you I need like to go Grand to the
0: Ritz-Carlton at in Grand Cayman. You just... But if someone said, let's go hiking in the this Appalachian... This
1: could be why, why we have no more, another reason why we haven't had more cross-pollination. I can't afford to go on your trips with you.
0: Well, you yeah, have to understand. Everyone assumes that I'm Mr. Jet Setter still. But the truth is, our trips are short... Mm-hmm. And fancy Or you can go long and less fancy We chose short and fancy So yes, we will stay at the Ritz often But instead of going on that HA trip to the Caribbean We'll go on the 3- or 4-day trip And people think I'm an idiot um, Because, you know, you paid for that airfare
1: And candidly, that's another reason <laughs> A lot of them involve airfare Yes, and <laughs> you,
0: yes, you, you're not a good flyer I'm not a good that's flyer That's another story that probably can't be efficiently told Richard, <laughs> you, you, keep looking at the clock Well, I, I yeah, it's, you know, we're getting to the end soon It goes fast, as you can see um, I'll just edit out All the boring stuff there, there was no boring stuff That's the problem We'll see if you listen I, disagree. I, I disagree You have um, You have three boys I do Robbie Curtis and Caleb Do you have that written down? No Good, good for <laughs> I mean, you good for I prepared you. before <laughs> um, Robbie is finishing His sophomore year At Dartmouth Yes Curtis um, Is finishing his Senior year at high school And has been admitted To Columbia Where he's going in September And Caleb is still in High school
1: And will live in my basement
0: I don't know if I agree with that. Um, you got your kids to be, you know, into running, into crew. And not only were they into it, and I don't, I, they must have natural ability. I don't think you could just will your way, although well, some people could. But your, Curtis and, and Robbie became star crew guys. And, you know, that set them apart. That and, you know, their perfect scores on their, their boards and all that good stuff and being super smart kids. But I love that you did that.
1: Yeah, you got the story wrong. Okay. I didn't do
0: that. Who did that?
1: The running started early, and it was that I have kids, at least my older two, who can't catch a ball if it's, you know.
0: <laughs> not not conventional lost. athletes.
1: They're not, they're not hand-eye kids. They're okay. Other, they're, they're, they have cardio systems like horses. They're yeah. very strong. And the ball sports didn't take, and they weren't outdoing. And I remember saying to them, if you're not going to do a sport, you're going to run with me. Okay. Um, and they did not enjoy that. Um, my middle one turned out to be a, a pretty good runner, and he ended up running with a team. My oldest needed to find something else. My wife, Caroline, actually found crew. There was a okay. there was a club starting up. This you know, wasn't
0: playing an angle. This was not this playing was, an angle. This
1: was from, This is exactly the opposite. I was not a fan of this idea because it cost a lot of money.
0: Ah, uh, and I was well, there thinking, you go. it you know, bumped and, up against another principal. <laughs> right, but he, he
1: loved it. it. It really appealed to him. It was a little nothing you, club.
0: You, you wanted them to play a sport or do something... I just wanted them to be active.
1: Okay, I just wanted them to be active. So they
0: so Caroline found crew.
1: Caroline found crew, and it turned out he he enjoyed it. Um, The year after he started, uh, they fired all the coaches at the club where he was. It was uh, club owned by the Winkelvosses. Okay, if you ever see the social network, sure, Sure, the Facebook guys, Um, and uh, they hired these new Serbian coaches who were. The real you know, deal, yeah, like uh, American coaches 30 years ago, you That's know, right. they don't cuddle the kids, you get the
0: participation in trophies, right? Yeah,
1: and they, they w- you know, they worked at it, they worked these kids, and it turned
0: out they got very, very good. I mean, beyond very good, I mean, top in the country, top in the country. Um, Robbie was at the top, and Curtis in his particular thing, Robbie's was number one, right? Ro- Robbie's senior year, his
1: Remember, it's all it's it's all boats. His boat, yeah. I think, made it to ninth or tenth in the country. Uh, Curtis was a very hot recruit um, and was one of the top recruits in the country his, yeah. his year. Um, and he's thrilled, you know, to be going yeah, off to no. Dartmouth. But yeah, this of course all took place before this big scandal. Yeah. Uh, so now I think they find themselves defending their their you know admission quite often. Oh, do
0: you really think so? Yeah. Only in a joking way, right? I'm not so sure. People
1: look at people constantly look at the kids. and adults all the time make comments and you know I, it, it's it's uncomfortable but I'll, I'll say you know well he also had a, a perfect score on the boards you know that's right and I'll have to drop that because it, it's it's obnoxious and annoying
0: anyone who says that obviously knows you and anyone who knows you knows you wouldn't pay a you know $50,000 <laughs> $50, probably not on principle mess necessarily because you're not going to pay so uh, I, I think that's ridiculous and people who are doing that they're probably just being jerks a lot of jerks out there right there are plenty yeah I'm up in one of them no 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 but uh, you know so uh is you have a, a piece of paper there, and we're getting towards the end. Is there a particular topic that, um, or someone you want to say anything about, or something we really, really would be we, remiss in not hitting before we stop?
1: No, no, nothing on nothing on the paper. I just there were notes I took from the other of your podcasts, things I found amusing. But
0: um, well, I'm very happy you found the other podcast amusing.
1: I found a couple of them really funny, um, though really informed. I had I, I, I mentioned this to you. What I thought was most interesting was sort of the, the divergence of our families and how differently things went um, and how much your philosophy seems to mirror your parents and how much mine seems to
0: mirror mine. I guess that's not yeah. surprising. No, but like a sociological uh, sociological experiment seemed to... You are your father's son and I am Yeah, mine. We are. We, are, we, are well, we all are. And so is Bobby and so are my brothers, right? Yeah, I think so. To a large part. It's just... You know, it makes you realize, you know, you can get into determinantism. I'm not saying
1: that right. You're not taking me down this road. No, I'm not.
0: But I'm saying it just goes to show you, putting aside philosophy, just how little we are self-made, I guess. Right. And we're kind of like, we're molded.
1: I agree with you. By the time
0: we get here, it's kind of like, you know, we can affect things on the margins. but I'm just going to mention,
1: you you asked about me, you asked about my kids, you did not ask about Caroline at all. Listen, Caroline... Who you spend much, you know, many, many hours with.
0: Caroline is my number one alter podcast person listener. She, she listens to the podcast. Um, she's killing a lot of time. Yeah, I know, she's, she's had some she's, long she's drives. She's a lot, lot, other, of, lot of drives. I mean, we could, we could... Listen, Caroline and Elise are clearly our better halves. And, I mean, right? I mean, you wouldn't dispute that, would you? I At think Lee, Caroline
1: I'm, and Elise are the reason... Well, no, I wouldn't say that. I, I'd say that Caroline is the reason that most of the people who get to know me... Give you a chance? Give me the chance in the first place. Because they like her so much. Yeah, she's definitely my, my She's definitely my in. <laughs> There's no doubt. Caroline, I we I met Caroline also in high school. That yeah. was my third high
0: school. Yeah, you're, you're Caroline. Oh, we you more that's time. A that's a decent go. story. How did you meet Caroline?
1: Well, I met Caroline in high school. She wouldn't date me in high school, but worth. But she was, she was at the same high school I was for my junior and senior year, and this is one decent story. She hedged her bets. I was asking her. I asked her out in high school. She wouldn't go out with me. She was having none of that. However, my senior year, I got, like, three months before graduation, I got expelled. and
0: No surprise, given what we learned today.
1: Yes. And Caroline, on her own, went to the headmaster of the school, pleaded my case, and had the expulsion
0: revoked, turned into
1: a suspension until the end of the year so I could graduate. She did that? She did that. I didn't know that. Yeah, and I've always said she was hedging her bets. <laughs> Couldn't be a high school drop.
0: And, you know, without getting into too much more detail... You basically had to chase after her to get her to marry you, right? Oh,
1: that was that was demeaning. I chased her for years and years. Yeah. She dumped me again and again. And of course, she went to she went to Smith, yeah, which is an, and I'm not going to say I'm not going to say an all girl school because you get in trouble with that. It's an all women's college, <laughs> okay. And um, to say that they're coming in busloads on the weekends to you know to visit these women would be the least fit. So I used to drive out from my school, which was the University of Iowa, out to the East Coast uh, to spend wow. weekend. You, you know, you got to compete.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> you were always competitive
1: and, and then she went to Harvard after that And I was competing with those guys it was, it, was, it was rough
0: But you just kept at it
1: I wore it down Now they call it stalking But it was, it was romantic then
0: Yeah, yeah, back then you could do that You could get away with that It yeah. took,
1: took years and years
0: Yeah, we didn't get into Caroline at least much But, you know, they're great And uh, we've had a lot of good We've had a lot of good times We won't get into any of them But we double dated an awful lot We've gone on some good trips um, Thanks to you Yeah, yeah, well, I was the planning guy Okay, um, this has been fun I want to come back for a round
1: table I want yes. to come back for a roundtable. Who's going to be in the roundtable? It's going to be Eric, Adam, you, me, Bob, and Gene.
0: Let's do it. And I, what I, I we're I just going to compare childhoods. I
1: think. I think you got to get away from this hour format
0: thing, okay. or better
1: yet, just we'll just talk, and then you can edit it down. Do don't it. don't be lazy. But you, you think there's a down. lot to
0: be mined from? I
1: think there's a lot mm-hmm. to be mined. I think it's interesting. If you want to talk about you know, formative years and where we came from, and I, I think, but
0: but you know, as you pointed out, we're we're kind of we we didn't have a lot of cross pollinating. So what would be the utility of bringing us together?
1: I think, I know, at least for me, I've been able to really take a look and say, hey, wait, certain ways, certain things, certain results in my life, you know, are clearly the way they are because of this point, this divergence here and this divergence here. I Look at it. I mean, our, like I said, our fathers started in the same place, doing the same thing with the same people. Yeah. You know? um,
0: but they, would, they would, themselves are different people. Sure. And look how different their their children are. But yet, we're good friends. Yeah. So, you're the best. But, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's the theme of the podcast. Um, so, in, in interesting. Like we're different, but we, ironically, if you think about it, we come full circle, we become friends again, just like our dads. So, that's interesting in itself. If you think about it, right? Our, our dads were different. No, I got you. <laughs> I love when Rich gives you the look. Like, yeah, I understand what you say. I'm, I'm three steps ahead. Way, Please I, stop I, I, talking. We go to him
1: again. There's nothing my brother hates more than that look, apparently. <laughs> apparently, I have no poker face. I just have looks, and they're I would rather
0: be spit-tortured than to have that look as a brother. So, yeah, I'm with Bobby on this. All right, Rich, it, it was great that you did this. I appreciate it. Um, I would very much be looking forward to hearing what you think when we play play it back in a day or two. It's going to be going live tomorrow. No, that's quick.
1: So you're going to edit this thing?
0: Y- yeah. I'm not going to edit very much. Okay. Okay. About, well you have you have the right to you know, anything you want out, we'll talk about that, but
1: No, you can keep it all. No you, you are who you
0: are. All right. Any last word? I've got nothing.